Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that means. It's time for Jason to get some new blood. But unfortunately, that blood is full of AIDS. On a new episode of the Original Janksters. I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. <laughs> yeah. We made it back two weeks in a row. <laughs> it's practically our record. Blessing. <laughs> yes. Remember, everyone, this show is a blessing to your ears. <laughs> Not to mine. Aw, <laughs> sad day. <laughs> All right, well, we're pr- it's going to be probably a little bit shorter than usual show this week. Uh, I've got to go get my power steering fixed finally. <laughs> now that Nick has realized just how bad it is. Oh. Well, yeah, <laughs> the other day we were driving yeah, yeah. to the uh, to the truck rental place, and uh, it sounded just god awful. <laughs> and Nick was like, "Oh, I had no idea how serious this was." <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your Jeep used to have a death wobble. Now my car just got a weird death groan. Sounds like an old man, like. Fucking and pooping all at the same time. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but I'm intrigued to find it. I'm intrigued to learn more. It's got all would of the like grunts to, and groans. Would you like to know more? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my God. That's all there is, huh? <laughs> yep, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> Damn it, these Starship Trooper menus are always lies. They never do what I want. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, this week we're uh, we're continuing our look at the Friday the 13th franchise with uh, with Part 7, The New Blood, which I guess is just the title because they wanted to signify that there's no Tommy Jarvis in this. <laughs> That's the only possible thing I could think of. Yep. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to have the word <laughs> blood in the title. Yeah, maybe. But like, we have to let people know that there is blood in these movies, which <laughs> honestly wouldn't be a bad idea because they did seem to cut out most of it from this movie, it seems like. They sure did. <laughs> Even more so than the last movie where they had issues with, like, the censors. I feel like this one, they fucking, like, every kill was just like, yep, cut away. <laughs> Something's happening, cut away. Yep. But people still <laughs> like, Jake, still like these yep. movies. 
I got to tell you, putting it on Front Street, I really did not like this movie. <laughs> I've forgotten just how bad this one is. I think this is uh, this is my least favorite of them all. <laughs> At least definitely of the ones we've done so far. Yeah, out of all the ones we've done so far, this one's the worst. But I will say that this is by far the coolest looking Jason out of all of them. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the first movie with Kane Hodder, who ended up playing Jason a couple of times. Uh, up until this point, it's pretty much just a different guy every movie. <laughs> and they would just kind of grab anybody. But this was the first time they had Kane Hodder, who actually, I guess, seemed to really take to the role. And he really liked doing it. Um, and he looks really badass. So, like, when the mask comes off, like, it doesn't look like Sloth from the fucking Goonies this time because now he's dead and, like, decomposed and shit. So his face actually looks pretty, like, gnarled and fucked up and <laughs> just, like, jet black and shit. With, like, big yellow eyes. Yep. Well, big yellow eye. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I'd like to believe there's a little yellow eye on the other side. It's just so buried under his, like, flabby <laughs> eyebrow skin. Maybe. I think it was actually skull. <laughs> it was, like, exposed That's true. to skull. Yeah, he's... he's was just like a, I don't even uh, know what how much of Jason is left at this point. <laughs> After he died and was decomposed for about seven years and then brought back in a late lightning strike and then sat down in the, in the lake for another like fucking seven years, which speaking of, apparently this movie takes place. It was, this movie was filmed in 1988, but apparently judging by the timeline of everything, uh, it takes place in 1997 <laughs> and, uh, sure didn't look very 90s. Nope. Well, I'll tell you right now, none of that holds up. None of it. Zero bits <laughs> of that hold up. Because you're talking about timelines from Tar- Tommy Jarvis when he was a baby boy all the way up until this yep. girl, which I don't, I still don't know the exact timeline of that because did her dad die before Jason? Did he die after Jason was already down there? Yeah, that's the thing. Is Apparently, the beginning of this movie where she's a little girl – that takes place just a couple of months after the last movie where Tommy Jarvis sinks Jason down to the bottom of the lake. So like a couple of months after that is when she's a little girl and then fucking the rest of the movie takes place another seven, eight years in the future when she's easily more than that. I would say probably yeah. <laughs> 10 or 11 years. I mean, that's I would agree. Maybe seven or she eight. Lo- <laughs> but this is a yeah. full-grown-ass woman now, out of high school. Yep. Yeah, I'd say more. Than, I mean, they're, they're, the they usually have older people playing these roles, but I was not buying her as a teenager for one second. <laughs> she was had no. to be mid-20s at the earliest. Oh, what a movie, though. What a roller coaster. <laughs> I would actually much rather, because I watched Jigsaw, I would love to have talked to him about that oh. more than this hunk of horse shit right now. I really do. <laughs> this movie sucks so bad. And nobody's Maybe we will do a little bit of Jigsaw talk at the end. Because <laughs> I would Good. like to get your thoughts on that. Good. I would love to. Explain. Well, let's hurry up and get yeah, this, this one, shit out of the way. This... So this one starts off with goddamn... <laughs> Shitty uh, Tina 
who's the main character, the little girl, as we already yeah. said, and her she watches she watches her parents I guess get into a fight where her dad hits her mom and she stampers away. You know, little Tina stampers <laughs> away in a fit of anger because she watched her dad yep. hit her mom, whatever, it's the eighties that happened. Just get over it. <laughs> so what ended up happening was she gets to the boat and she takes off in a boat and her dad goes running after her. And she says, I hate you, I hate you, I wish you were dead, blah, 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 blah. And then she somehow absorbs some kind of, I don't know, telekinetic powers. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Not, that's never explained. They just keep no, forcing nothing her to is ever explained in the whole movie. damn movie. So then <laughs> basically what happens is she hates her dad so much that the dock that he's standing on, trying to get her to come back to the uh, shore because she's out in that boat in the middle of the lake, she gets so angry and uh, shakes and shimmies and shimmies and shakes that dock. And her dad's just like, whoa, what's going on? I don't know. It feels like I'm surfing. This radical dude, for about a solid four minutes, this thing's going to town. Looks like it's going to fall. So that guy probably feels like it's going to fall. But he did not want to take mm-hmm. a chance to just run backwards about ten steps so he doesn't have to fall. But <laughs> lo and behold, she makes the whole dock kind of just collapse and Guess what? He fell, fell into the water. Didn't look like anything happened to him. He just kind of sank into nope. the water. Uh, but <laughs> then he died. Can't swim. Because he, I guess he doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't know how to swim. So there's that, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would have been like if something movie, fell guys. on his head or crushed him or something. But nope, he just kind of goes underwater. And I guess that was enough to kill him somehow. <laughs> yep. So that happens. Which means now we have to go about, I don't know, about 19 <laughs> years into the future to where she's a young woman now. And, wait, wait, there's uh, one other i got to mention here that oh. this makes even less sense because apparently they never recovered her the dad's body. Even though he just went oh. straight down in the shallow part of the lake, like near the shore, relatively close to the shore, so... He pretty much went straight down, and some stuff fell on top of him. That seems pretty easy to find that body. <laughs> but no, but they apparently never they did. never recovered it. We'll <laughs> Even though the mom saw later. all this and would have called the cops immediately, nope, they just they couldn't find him. <laughs> nope, he was gone. He's gone. <laughs> so, anywho, so uh, what ends up happening then? is we find out that she's seeing a therapist over by the lake again. Um, why did they go back to the lake? I figured that they probably left yeah. and moved away, or did she just have the – did they just have the doctor come visit her, or was – I think it was the doctor's <laughs> office because he had a desk and everything there. Sure seemed like it, but no, that was supposed to be the same house. So I guess the mom still lived there, and from what I could gather, I thought that Tina had been basically institutionalized this whole time. So she was basically living in a mental institution while I guess her mom stayed right by the lake because there were so many good memories there of getting beaten and seeing her husband die. (laughs) And she just decided to set up an office for this shady psychiatrist. (laughs) Who's not a very good psychiatrist. I just want to point that out because not only does he not really ask good questions or like, try to get a good feel about what's going on with the patient. He just yells at them until they move things. So, I mean, that's one kind of prescription to something, I suppose. <laughs> just do it! Why aren't you doing it? Think he's down into you! 
<laughs> he went to the Shia LaBeouf school of psychiatry. Yeah, just madness. Anywho, <laughs> so then uh, she she uh, she drops her laundry all over the ground when she's moving back into the house, where a man boy decides to come over and try to help her out and such as I think her undies or her unmentionables. So then she kind of flips her <laughs> lid and then walks inside. Yeah. So I'm looking at all of that, but that's where the the story yeah. kind of moves towards into is just that whole thing. So basically, what ends up happening is she's invited There's to a There's very party little plot to this movie, I must say. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so so bad. So, oh God, where do I start with this? So there is a couple that is on their way back to uh towards the lake, and the the boyfriend of the couple has a surprise birthday party, but unfortunately their car breaks down, so they decide to make camp in the woods because they couldn't do anything about it in the beginning, or, you know, in the middle of the night. And yeah. it were revealed that the party that he's going to is the neighbor of Tina, where she's staying right now, and she's invited to said party so she can kind of hang out and kind of meet some of the locals around there, which, let me tell you, are pretty fucking retarded. So we get to meet all the stupid-ass characters in this movie. I don't know where all these people came from or why they're even there. But we get to meet all of them. Um, I think they're all supposed to be friends of the guy whose birthday party it is. They don't really seem to know each other that much, so they must not hang out very often. (laughs) But Minus... Minus the guy that Tina's talking to, which I believe his name was Nick or something like that. He was just a cousin. So yeah. He doesn't really know anybody there. And they press into that because... He, he yeah, he's Michael's be... cousin, I believe. The uh, the yeah. guy who was the birthday boy. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, God. All right. So what ends up happening then is Tina wants her dad to come back. Now, we, we've we discovered that she has all these wacky powers. <laughs> so Tina wants her dad to come back. So she goes into or goes near the lake to kind of like bring him back to, from the dead or something. But she has these visions of Jason just floating in the lake and somehow breaks the chain. And uh, the chain that was holding him to the rock at the bottom of the lake is broken. For some reason, he comes back to life. I, I don't know. Um, I do want to point out, yep. though, the makeup on Jason is pretty ridiculous while he's in the lake because I don't know if you, you saw it, but, like, his head was maybe two times the size of the mask he was wearing. But after he gets out of the lake, his head shrinks back down, and I'm assuming there was probably some, like, scuba gear or something that yeah. he didn't breathe while he was down there. But it was just – it looks so goofy because they didn't change his makeup until – he was pretty much completely <laughs> out of the lake. But when he first came up, you got to see this, like, overbloated head. And I was like, oh, God, what are we in for in this movie? So, <laughs> Well, he was underwater anyway, all that time. He got that bloated corpse look. Waterlocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I thought it was going to be the entire time. But it immediately shrinks back down as he's walking out of the lake. But the weird thing is, is Tina breaks the chain. Jason starts to walk out of the lake. Tina passes out. Jason walks past Tina. No problems there. So um, yeah, we move on to her. She's his guardian angel, I guess, who brought him back to life. Yeah, which doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the movie anyway. So whatever. 
out the window. I feel like there had to be easier ways to bring Jason back. Like, all you had to do was have, like, a fisherman fucking, like, stumble across him or something like that. Rather than, oh, let's have this girl have telepathic powers. And for some reason, thinking of her dad, raises him out of the lake. What? (laughs) Nope. They needed that. They needed it. It's like the lighting strike where it's like, well, this is the dumbest possible thing that could happen. Actually, she doesn't go to the party yet. She actually goes back and tells her mom and the doctor about Jason. And they she kind of rambles on about this guy walking out of the lake. And they don't believe him, of course. He just thinks that they're crazy illusions. But he doesn't say that they're crazy illusions. He yells at her that they're just crazy illusions. <laughs> so then um, she freaks out and says, I'm going to the party. I'm just really kind of summarizing this up. She freaks out. She gets all yeah, angry. She goes wrong. to the party then. And then uh, we we go back to the couple who are in the woods, uh, the guy whose birthday it is, and lo and behold, Jason is now meandering around the woods for some reason. <laughs> but that's never explained. <laughs> he could have gone straight to the house with all the crazy children. No, he goes to the woods that's pretty, apparently far enough away to where they decided to pe- camp in the woods and not just walk to the house. It's kind of weird, but all right. Even though he's an so, undead uh, killing machine, he still likes to pick them off in tiny groups whenever possible. <laughs> Yep. And he always works his way out and then moves his way in. That's how he works. Yep. So he's got a good sense uh, of drama. He kills, he kills these two, they die, and then he heads he starts to make his way back inwards to the random onesies and twosies that are just playing around near the lake and all that <laughs> shit like that. But before we get to that, uh we keep getting these weird delusions. I put that in air quotes as uh as the doctor says, because she sees, she gets these like premonitions that people are starting to die now. And she freaks out and drops her Coke and breaks her Coke on a carpeted floor. And, uh, (laughs) she runs back home to her mom and talks about her shitty premonitions. And the doctor starts screaming (laughs) at her. These are just illusions. And then she says, Oh, that was a pretty big delusion that I passed outside. And it was a spike that he used to kill the birthday boy. <laughs> so he, uh, they all go outside and find that, find that there was a hole where the spike was in the wood that was outside on the patio. This is all just horrible nonsense in this because that's what the movie was. So um, so basically what ends up happening, and this the plot isn't there, and I completely agree with you, Kevin, nope. because it's not there. I'm rambling this off because that's how this movie acts. There's no structure to this movie. It's just a mishmash of Jason walking through and killing people. That's all it is. Yep. Just picking them off. One it's by just one, a random one, bunch one of one. scenes. Yep. So then you see all these people starting to slowly die, and they're all getting picked off, and Jason, again, loves to play his games, or he just keeps placing them in weird spots. Uh, I, I'm not even going to talk about the whole doctor and the mom thing. They end up dying, though. Whoa, well, uh, well, then... oh, that, was, that was one of the only good parts of this movie, though, was where the doctor, like the doctor and the mom are having a confrontation out in the woods about how what a terrible doctor he is. She, the mom's finally starting to realize this, I think. Uh, although what exactly his motives were and what his plan was, I don't know. Clearly he wanted to exploit her in some way, but I don't know what exactly his plan was. But... So they're having this conversation out in the woods, and Jason comes along, and, uh, you know, he's he's out for blood, so the doctor just uses the mom as a human shield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> that honestly got a chuckle out of me. 
<laughs> like this fucking little shit bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did find it kind of weird, though, that, like, Jason literally, I mean, unless, this is a pretty good joker, unless he had used his hands to kill somebody, I want to say that every other time he had killed somebody with a completely different weapon. I don't think uh-huh. there's any repeated kills with any other sharp object, because there was the stake, then there was the machete, then there was a butcher knife, then there was the weed whacker buzzsaw. Then there was the weird yeah, scythe thing. That was a weird one. Like, he had every <laughs> weapon under the book. So, anyways. Yeah, yeah. so then the doctor dies. Oh, you know what You know it did bother me, though, And when he's killing these other people? There's a, a, there's a thing where these two, this couple is outside in the van having sex, and the, the guy goes out with, like, a party blower, you know, blowing at him, trying to be like, hey, surprise, blah, blah, blah. Jason kills him. And then he takes the party blower... And he kills the other girl with it, but not like, oh, like he shoves it through her throat real hard and you hear the party blower like going. Nope, he just sticks it right through her eye. (laughs) So nothing happens. I was like, well, (laughs) I feel like you had a good setup there and you just kind of blew it. But no, that's the problem. She didn't blow it at all. Um, So (laughs) I guess, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was definitely inventive ways. Man, that's really hard for me to say. It's inventive yeah. weapons. Inventive weapons with that. Yeah. I can give it that, I guess. But not killing. So, anyways, so then it gets to the point where it, we'll just kind of skip towards the end unless you got something in the middle to say because it's just trash. Not really. Other than the, uh, I like how that, like, ugly chick kind of goes to give herself a makeover and then she's still pretty ugly. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, that was funny. So, anywho, so then we get to the point to where it's pretty much a few people left. Tina's still alive, and we have the Nick guy, and then the rich blonde girl who's just a fucking bitch. She's just a bitch. <sighs> so she, they're still alive. <laughs> she dies. I think. I don't know. Jason just kind of threw her behind the TV, and I guess that constitutes it's dying. I'm not entirely sure how she died. She was just thrown <laughs> behind the TV. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so then um, we see the the epic battle. It's Tina versus Jason. I don't yeah. remember where Nick was at some point. Girl with psychic but powers versus, versus Jason. Jason. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. So we see this. Except not really. Yep. Oh, boy. So a tree, <laughs> she makes a tree, try to grab him. I think he just kind of shakes that off, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. And then there's kind of just this, like, race to the house where she continuously is using objects within the rooms or whatnot to... She very slowly him. throws them at him. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's just standing <laughs> there taking all of this. It's really awkward <laughs> to watch. It makes me feel very, it really very... Is. <laughs> but uh, so so we watched that oh my gosh <sighs> yeah somebody made a good spawn on Soul Calibur <laughs> oh yeah. nice finally um, so <laughs> we get uh, we get the we, we see nails fly into him there's one part 
Now, this is really weird to me. I'm not entirely sure what this was or what the hell was going on. But you remember when Jason's walking up the stairs and they see the light above them? Now, he's walking up, which – keep this in the back of your mind. He's walking up the stairs, and there's a light, kind of like a light hanging on uh, some chain or a string or something like that. It's one of those just fancy lights, and it's got like a glass uh, bowl around the the bulb itself, kind of just something fancy. So he's walking Mm -hmm. up the stairs, right? Now, Tina and Nick run up the stairs, I I would assume – underneath the light that's hanging there at the top of the stairs, Jason, lower than the two of them, lower than the two of them, she swings the light into his face. How the fuck <laughs> the light reach his face? That shit didn't make any sense. And then he goes flying backwards into the stairs, which was a cool effect. I liked that. When he went flying, it reminded me of Home Alone, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. But he goes flying yeah, into the middle definitely. of the staircase. And he goes through the staircase, which, again, I like the effect. It was cool. I liked it. I just didn't understand because everything else, when she makes things extend, because you see another part where the uh, the light fixture kind of like uh, – Yeah, it comes down. And... Out of the ceiling. And you see that happening. And there's a couple other, like, stop-motion things that happen in the movie as well. But this was not one of them. This was a light that she used her brain powers <laughs> to swing across and hit him – I don't know. That didn't make any goddamn sense yeah. either. But um, it's <laughs> a little fucked up. And we get to watch that whole scene. Fantastic! I loved watching that whole scene just kind of happen in front of me as they slowly creep <laughs> along the stair hole. They get downstairs. He comes out, and then we see him kind of hanging there. And then because uh, she makes him hang there with that electrical light fixture thing. Mm-hmm. He goes down in the basement. Which that was kind of cool seeing Jason's face, like <laughs> his cool looking face they had in this movie. Because oh. he's getting hanged and like, that kind of looks cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. So, yeah, just before, I think it was before she actually hangs him, uh, she kind of tears the mask in half. I don't know why yeah. that was necessary, but she tears the mask in half and then uh, hangs him there and then opens up the floor to the basement and then drops him down there. And she tries to get her, uh, Nick's attention because uh, he was slightly stepped on. So um, as she's trying to wake his slightly stepped on body up, uh, Jason wakes up, grabs her, and throws her into the basement. And uh, another epic psychic force happens down there with some nails and then gasoline, which I think there was about a gallon of gas in that thing. But, of course, <laughs> uh, I, I want to say about... 12 to 20 gallons of gasoline went all over that basement with this weird stop motion slash hose effect. I don't know yep. what the hell was going on. But so <laughs> Jason and pretty much the whole basement uh, with gasoline and then she made fire happen with the furnace. Pretty much sending everything ablaze. She runs outside with Nick where then Jason looks like he was never actually in a fire chases after them. <laughs> Uh, well, he's already so burned. I guess he can't get any more burned. <laughs> he could have got. He could have gotten easily some more burnings. So <laughs> his one good eye he got burned out. Yeah, we watch it, and <laughs> um, uh, so then they bring her, bring him to the dock. I think. She's not on the dock, but Nick is on the dock or something like that, and he gets knocked unconscious. 
And Jason is now on top of the dock about to end Nick's life. And she's screaming all these shenanigans. And then here we are, the final epic psychic battle right here. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> she raises her father from the dead. <laughs> and her father jumps out. Well, the, jumps, I wouldn't say jumps, but kind of rises from the water and outside of the water and grabs Jason from the dock and apparently yeah. is the only man to have enough strength to grab Jason and pull him <laughs> into the water and hold him there for the rest of eternity or at least until the next movie. <laughs> at least until the next movie, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, this uh, part boggled my mind. I didn't understand this at all. Are they trying to say that basically if you die in this lake, you just become a crazy zombie like Jason? Like, does this happen with everyone who dies in the lake? Like, Jason was a little boy, drowns in that lake, and now he becomes this crazy fucking zombie dude? And that's the same thing that happened to her dad? I'm going to say no, and I'll tell you why no. You know how many other (laughs) fucking kids died in that lake? So many other kids have died in that lake. That's true. Mainly because of Jason's Jason's killed many of them. So I I can't really say that that's the truth, but huh. um, uh, yeah, that's, man, that's it's on another point. level of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was kind of thinking maybe that's just they're trying to say this lake is actually like cursed in some way, and that's how she got telekinetic powers too. Maybe just like being too close to the lake, <laughs> like. I don't know. That would at least make some sense out of this, but they, of course, do none of that. They, they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna throw shit out there. <laughs> Who cares if it doesn't make sense? I do like how this movie ended, though. Uh, probably one of the greatest endings ever. Uh, so we get to pretty much the daytime where the ambulance comes in. Uh, we've got. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Uh, I just found the angry video game nerd on Soul Calibur, and I'm not against this. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's pretty so awesome. Anyways, so we get to the very end. It's daytime. They're in the ambulance together. Tina's awake, and Nick wakes up, and he screams, Jason, Jason, Jason. And she says, <laughs> he took care of him. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That was the worst ending. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no way this doesn't answer anything. <laughs> he took care of him. Okay. I'll take your word for it, crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, it was so bad. Everything about this movie was just so bad. They never fleshed out, like, her fucking problems and what was going on with her and the psychiatrist and all that stuff. They didn't do anything with that. It was all just, like, a random, here's a couple of hints of an idea for a story, but we're never going to follow through on any of them. Nope. Even, like, her and the Nick dude from next door, like, that fucking, like, there was no chemistry there. (laughs) No one gave a shit about them. They were terrible characters in and of themselves, let alone together. I hated this movie. 
I hated that. I, I watched too. Everything this about movie. this was terrible. The mom looked like one of those fucking Skeletor's henchmen from that Masters of the Universe movie, <laughs> with her crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like there's one of those guys in there looks just like that mom. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to a, check in uh, when we watch the next one. We'll have to see what happened with his mask. Because if it got ripped in half, there should be like a big split down the middle or something. You know what's weird is I looked up on, because uh, I was just curious, the Friday the 13th game. Because I remember, because I always played as the uh, Jason 7 one because I just thought he looked cool as hell. So I looked oh, yeah. up and I saw Jason 8. And he looks like a brand new fucking Jason. Like there was nothing wrong with it. <laughs> There's not a single oh, great. thing that's different. It, it's like it was a brand new mask. I was like, what the fuck? Huh? Get your shit together. Maybe I can't remember if that one starts out with him finding another hockey mask. But you think even then it would look a little bit different. Like, what are the chances of finding the exact same hockey mask again? Like, Roy's had blue on it instead of red. Just hmm. insanity to me. <laughs> I did like that they changed the name back to Camp Crystal Lake in this movie. I don't think we talked about it last week, but they had changed the name to, like, Lake Forest Green or something like that. Yeah. To try to get rid the of word. the uh, bad juju of, <laughs> of that. And now apparently they changed it back. Once even more people died, they're like, okay, we can go back to Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> they're just going to die here no matter what we name it. <laughs> that is like the worst name for it, though, Camp Forest Green. They call it Camp Green <laughs> Forest. Why would you throw an adjective at the end? <laughs> they're like, it sounds classier that way. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just sounds dumb. Duh, brah. <laughs> I also like that, like, they were apparently, like, all those kids in the last one, and partially in this one, they're like, just like, oh, Jason's not real. That's just some, sto- like, legend our parents made up to scare us. Like, even back in the 90s, I don't think we were like, oh, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's not real. <laughs> That's just a story our parents made up. Like, I'm pretty sure even before the internet existed, we still knew that these things were real. Yep. This isn't like Freddy, yeah, where it's like are. you have to believe someone could get you in your dreams. This is just a guy out there with a machete. <laughs> you don't believe that's real? Nope, just a, just a tall tale. <laughs> Oh, our parents and their wacky bedtime stories about massacres. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of this wolverine. It's the worst thing I've ever seen, and that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Apparently it has something on there that I can't actually download. So hold on, let me see if I can take a picture of it. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the movie, though. Uh, it's yeah, not a good movie. I'm trying to think if there's anything else the worst one worthwhile. Yeah, yeah there really wasn't uh, a whole lot. <laughs> Some terrible it's lines. Definitely the worst one. Which is sad because it's easily the best looking Jason out of the series, which is really shitty. I really like yeah. the paint around his neck. They kept that. They kept the markings from the boat, boater or rudder or whatever from 
uh, the last movie, mm-hmm. they kept the uh, the splash from his face. Uh, axe hit, wound. Uh, yeah. So, there's so many good things, but just shit, you know? Just shit. Yeah. Which, speaking of, where did he get the mask back after he came back to life? Now that I think of it, I can't remember. Did Tommy Jarvis bring it to the fucking grave? <laughs> Because I'm sure they didn't bury him in it. Unless they're that dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's the, the kind of dumb thing they would do in this town. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems, I mean, this one should have been so much better. Like, you've got a girl with telekinetic powers who, I mean, that's that's fucking out there and fucking weird and stupid because they didn't explain it, but that could have been cool. Like, apparently, I guess they wanted to kind of do like a practically, essentially without doing a straight-up Carrie, they wanted to make a girl who was like Carrie and have Carrie versus Jason, essentially, which sounds like it should be good in theory, but in the way they pulled it off in this movie, not at all. Because these characters were just so terrible, and there was no story. Like, Carrie, at least, like, she did bad things, but you actually cared about her. Like, you actually felt bad for her. This girl, I just wanted to, like, <laughs> turn the movie off so I didn't have to look at her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she was so boring. <laughs> this movie was trash. So I guess we'll... And there you go. <laughs> we'll start... Start there with the categories for best looking final girl. Megan versus Tina is a real tough one. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I thought Tina was kind of cute, but I'm still going to say Megan. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Tina was just not good times. Not good times at all. All right, best looking girl of the movie overall. Redheaded chick with the boobs. <laughs> See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That would be my second choice, probably. But I'm sure you're not gonna like this. But I'm gonna probably go with Melissa, the rich bitch. Oh no, hell no, fuck <laughs> no. That chick looks ugly as fuck. Ah, oh, no way. Yes way. Overall, I would say this movie had a pretty weak cast of ladies to choose from. This is definitely not my favorite bunch by any stretch of the imagination. Definitely. There's no way that that chick, (laughs) I would not let that chick win. You'd have to kill me to say, yeah, Pete chose that chick. That chick was hideous. No, she was not. She was hideous. She had inside and out. Um, oh, what a travesty. I'm just going by outside, and that was good. I liked what I saw there. Oh, I definitely didn't. She looked like an asshole <laughs> idiot. She had like a gay little bob. Oh, I hated her. She was the worst. <laughs> That's true. She could have had better hair. Although most of the hair in this was pretty atrocious. <laughs> true. But yeah, redheaded chick for sure for me. She was punky-ish. She was uh, kind of redheaded-ish. And then the best part was... (laughs) 
there was times where she looked pretty damn good, but then there was other times where, like, her mouth was just too ginormous and she had weird acne going on. I didn't even see the acne. <laughs> yeah, it was it was there in, like, the close-ups. You're like, oh, what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> but I guess I guess we'll go with that since that's the only one we're going to be able to agree on at all. <laughs> If you don't want to agree with the redheaded chick, I'll take the nerdy chick who said that she needs to make herself look better <laughs> and she never looks better. So, yes, choose, choose your poison. Pick your poison. <laughs> well, I guess we have to go with the redhead chick then. Right. Or Jason. He was pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> um, best kill of the movie. I think this one's pretty. None of them. Obvious. <laughs> I know you're going to just say the meat shield mom, so let's just go that route. <laughs> no, no, no. That's actually not even my favorite. I did enjoy that for, like, unintentional comedy purposes, but I would definitely go with the sleeping bag for the best one. Even though, like, oh, apparently yeah. they... yeah. Yeah, where he just picks this girl up who's in a sleeping bag and, like, zips it up around her and smashes it into a tree. <laughs> Although apparently in the mo- actual so movie, cool. it's only one time. I thought he did it a bunch of times, yeah. but I guess he did in like the del- deleted scenes. It was much longer, but it's so much funnier if he does it a bunch of times. <laughs> one time, it's just kind of, well, eh. that's a He does it in uh, a bunch of times in, because I bet what happened was is they cut it, you know, as maybe a delete, you know, maybe it was too much or whatnot. Uh, but yep. when it goes exactly. back to Jason X, and Jason X, he does it a fuck ton of times. He just smashed the shit out of the <laughs> chicken there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep. That's great. You know, maybe once we get around to me having to rewatch that one, I might have to rethink Jason X a little bit. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, it's not a bad movie. <laughs> or it's not a good movie. But it's way better than this one of shit. <laughs> yeah, that I do believe. <laughs> I believe that full show. Um, I mean, next category is best character of the movie. I don't think there was one. I fucking hated them all. Uh, hold on, let me think. Let me think. Don't don't be so <laughs> dismissive. Let's let's think about this. Um, I don't know if there's character. anyone who is decent. <laughs> Maybe the doctor. <laughs> For just yelling at people and using moms as shields. <laughs> uh, what about the when you say it like that, he sounds so much more entertaining than he actually was. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go to the doctor. Yeah, I guess by default. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. I did like uh, the one, the dude who was trying to get with the rich girl, and then she rejected him. He's like, I got a date with a soap on a rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty rich good. The rich girl was just so <laughs> ugly in that movie. I mean, I guess she's probably cute in real life, but... God damn, that movie made her look hideous. <laughs> Aw, 
I don't know. If I was fucking Nick, I would have definitely gone for her instead of crazy Tina. I would have gone for Tina. I thought Tina was way better looking than that <laughs> other chick. Dang. All right. Well, well is that I it? tried. All the shitty fucking categories? Oh, farting. <laughs> yep. Well, before we get into some weird Al, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Jigsaw. So, spoiler alert if you haven't oh, seen right. Jigsaw yet. But let's talk a little bit That's about it. True. I haven't seen it in a good while. Granted. But. Okay. I'll help remind you. So, Jigsaw. Well, let's not give away uh, too much, but just overall thoughts. Did you enjoy it? No. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a not uncommon reaction to that movie. (laughs) All right. So, can I give more thoughts? (laughs) To me, let me me get into my biggest issue with the movie. Uh, I did not like the the new Jigsaw guy. I thought he was terrible <laughs> and boring <laughs> and bland and forgettable. Yes, yes. You know what? <laughs> I you know what I liked about the guy? I only liked him when he was the doctor. That's it. I only liked him <laughs> when he played the doctor. Oh, okay. But when I found out there was more to it, it was ass. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I didn't mind that. Like, oh, you mean like the the backstory of why he became Jigsaw, essentially? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of dumb. I mean, I could see that coming from far away that he was going to be a Jigsaw, and I was like, oh, please don't let it be this guy. He sucks. <laughs> and then it was, and I was like, ah. <laughs> but it, you could definitely tell it was going to be him because they seemed to be setting that up the entire time that that was going to be the way it was going to go. I don't know. I, I, I'm i definitely slower when it comes to stuff like that, so I never saw it coming. So it was a reveal. Oh. I was like, oh, no, we're doing this. <laughs> so, man, um, where do I start with this movie? Well, the movie's just <laughs> bad. It's just a bad movie. Oh. Yeah. So, basically, so, I'm not going to explain the whole movie, but, I mean, spoiler alert, if you don't want to listen to any of this part, uh, I'm just going to spoil some stuff. I don't want to go through the whole movie, though, <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, basically, the, uh, if you want to watch the movie and if you want to participate in this conversation, watch the movie. I'm not even going to go through the whole thing. I'm just going to tell you the things I like and dislike about it. Uh, the thing that it's uh, it's streaming on Amazon, right? I think I saw it on there. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's where I saw it last night. Yeah. When I saw it on there, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I can finally watch Jigsaw. And I got immediately disappointed. And I had to watch yep. a better movie called Jigsaw with Jennifer Lopez. So, um, <laughs> so the things I hated about this movie was the fact that that girl, the redheaded like uh, assistant doctor, <gasps> she Tried lightly because I loved her. No, I, oh, I love her too. I I hated <laughs> that she had a bunch of these traps though, which I'm not entirely oh, sure yeah. if she made them all, or if she collected some of them and made some of them. I don't know, but either way, she had a bunch of the jigsaw traps just yeah. just just lying uh, around. Well, it, it was so ironic. Like there was no <laughs> way that not only did she have all these fucking traps, but then 
he was the doc or the uh, the jigsaw guy from this movie. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is the fucking odds of that? There's no way there's this huge, this huge cult following for a serial killer. Especially in the police department, in the coroner's office. Like, <laughs> it's oh, so God, nuts. So and, like, they immediately jump to, like, oh, it's probably someone here in the police office again. It's like, Jesus, that was a quick jump. They, it seems like they made that, that hunch, you know, very quickly. Yep. So the other thing I hated is she had a trap that apparently he had uh, that uh, oh god damn it John uh, John Kramer Kramer yeah so John Kramer made um, that was said to be his first trap he made and nobody actually found it or whatnot but she had plans for it so she built it that was not only. Way too extravagant to be his first trap, <laughs> but maybe the second worst trap in the entire franchise. Oh, God, yeah. It was terrible. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, there was the, – all right, so the trap is this giant, like, funnel, all right, and it starts very fat in the top and then slowly gets a little bit smaller – but still wide enough to probably have somebody <laughs> fit through. So yep. all this guy had to do was just reach down and grab the 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 brake to this motorcycle that was spinning this spirally piece of metal, red piece of metal, and <laughs> apparently it it shred him to pieces. I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Ball. I don't know how he died. I honestly don't. Because it looked like there was more than enough room for more than just your arm. Like, you could fit probably two arms in there if you really tried. There was that much space. You could fit your whole and body. maybe that would shred you your hand a little bit if you, went, if you went off base a little bit, but not your whole body. Oh, my God. Yeah, so <laughs> that is the second worst trap in the entire series easily. Now let me get to the first worst. <laughs> what was the first I've one? Ever, it was in this movie as well. Here we go. Oh wow! The worst jigsaw trap in the entire series was the silo of grain. So <laughs> they were stuck in a silo of grain. So they go into an empty silo. There's nothing in there, and then the mm-hmm. shoots come up, and then grain starts to pour in, as if they're getting pretty much buried alive. It was up to this other guy to pull this lever and lose his leg. Um, or not pull the lever and just, I guess, live there forever. Let them so die. the guy pulls it. You know, the guy is sitting there trying to make the choice, yeah, whether or not to pull this lever. The grain stops at about their head. So apparently John Kramer's like, oh, shit, I ran out of grain. Well, I got some stuff in the kitchen <laughs> I could just throw down the chute. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Throwing, throwing random objects down there. No, no, I don't think he was throwing stuff because he ran out of green. <laughs> I got the, the feeling that that was all perfectly planned that way so that he would have more time to try to make up that decision. <laughs> he had so the grain, more than enough so time. So the would, grain would be trapping them minutes. so they can't move. That's when you start throwing the sharp utensils at him. This is the worst trap I've ever seen in my life. The, the <laughs> trap was so stupid, it didn't even give the people who were involved the choice. 
where his main thing is make your choice. There was no choice. Yeah. That's a terrible trap because Jigsaw yeah, at the end of the movie where he said, "Oh, this wasn't even supposed to be a trap. You just you just don't happen to go there because you just take shortcuts." So what the fuck was the point of the silo? That guy had nothing to do with anything. And then he was going to bury him alive and just throw some random shit down there when he ran out of grain. That whole trap <laughs> was the worst thing that I've ever seen in this movie. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's just throwing knives and spoons <laughs> and shovels and random saw blades? Like, what the fuck? This is an awful, awful fucking movie. <laughs> it's called Saw. <laughs> you gotta have some saws. <laughs> Even if you're just throwing them. <laughs> oh, there's so many saws in this movie to the point at end, the end of the movie, <laughs> there was a contraption he was making that was never filmed in this movie. What the fuck was he doing with that thing? <laughs> so at the end of the movie, there's two uh, yeah. people left. And they're both chained up. <laughs> and there's a lock on each each person's chain. And then he places a shotgun in the center of this room. And then places a shell that is said to be the key to their freedom. So, spoiler alert, there's, a, there's keys in this actual shell. They don't know that. They think they have to shoot the other person and they'll get released. And then mm-hmm. some awful twist of events where apparently he mentions the word backwards. Well, she goes, the chick grabs the gun, shoots him, but it shoots backwards, which would never happen <laughs> ever. Because yeah, I didn't think guns worked that way. Forward. <laughs> the firing has to hit the shell that explodes the gunpowder propelling it to go forward, but not in this case. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. So she gets blown in the face, and the other guy sees this happen and kind of crawls over there to find out that there was actual keys in there. But before that, John Kramer's talking about this x-ray thing and all this shit, and he's, like, building this weird saw contraption with a bunch of, like, saw blades. So just as he places the shell in the shotgun and leaves the room, he grabs this contraption, and he just leaves. He just gets out of there. Why? I don't know. What's that trap? I don't know. I don't know anything of what the fuck he was doing with that well, trap. It kind of looked like the one from the second or third movie, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or actually, I think it was the fourth movie, where it's uh, the lawyer and the guy who couldn't see. I can't remember. But like, oh yeah, way, with the chains that go through it, and it's slowly pulling them together into the contraption. Like what it was. But man, I'm, could I mean, be. that's a fucking struggle of a guess. Or they could just be uh, setting up for the next movie like they like to do, <laughs> where they'll be like, oh, this is the other stuff you didn't see before, where they just keep going back into the past and keep, you know. That's what this series oh. is all about, basically. It's more flashbacks to things. So I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing that in the next movie. Because they got to get right. well, Tobin Bell in there that. somehow. <laughs> I hated that he came back. I loved seeing him, but I hated it. It was definitely a love <laughs> I didn't understand why he was there. I didn't realize this was a prequel until the very end of the movie, which was such a letdown that it was a prequel to all of the movies because that meant that well, that was a prequel was and a sequel. A pre-sequel? <laughs> well, part of it, the 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 uh, the traps that or the yeah the traps that we saw was the prequel, oh. but 
the the doctor stuff was all in the in the current day. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Um, he had basically whole, redone whole, the same games on new people yeah, the whole to create those bodies. Which was the, <laughs> the dumbest. It was by far the dumbest plot I've ever heard in my life. Why would he create <laughs> the exact same traps? Why would even yeah. or, uh, uh, John Kramer even have this crazy uh, thing? This was said to be his first one, this crazy trap contraption. I don't know. I don't know what else to call it. This warehouse of traps <laughs> was his first one. But then his second one was, let me just chain these two to a bathroom fucking stall and then have one of them cut their <laughs> leg off. What the fuck? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why was he so low tech on that one? That's a good point. You're going to tell me that the very first in- contraption he made was a stupid funnel with a spirally thing, but then his <laughs> like pretty much his second one was going to be saw, just a saw? <laughs> he ran out of Just funding a for a while. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, how many properties does this guy have? He's got so many warehouses and a farm. <laughs> Apparently, with its own That's silo. True. It's like Jesus Christ. And yep. I wonder how many like times they can keep showing he had secret apprentices back in the day. Like how many before? It's like I don't believe this anymore. <laughs> There's just another one and another one and another one. Did this guy know Amanda? Like, was that a thing? Like, we'll never know. Yeah. Because it was so stupid. They never mentioned this guy (laughs) ever, ever, ever before. And it always said that Amanda was the one who helped him out. So where the fuck did this guy go and then come in? And when did he go? (laughs) When was he just like, all right, you're released now. I found a girl. (laughs) <laughs> I found a girl, you. You've been gender swapped. <laughs> oh, it's just so silly, man. Uh. Yeah. I, I I still can't wait for them to make more. <laughs> Even though they're getting progressively yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I'll watch them, but definitely not in the theaters anymore. I'll just have to wait until they get on the Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm a sucker who will still go to the theater I don't know why <laughs> just to be let yep. down I guess yep you've done this to yourself hopefully they'll have better traps in the next one I'm hoping hopefully. I did like that laser collar hopefully. though at the end that was pretty cool Oh, yeah, that was the coolest effect. Um, it didn't make any sense, but, yeah. oh, man, that was such <laughs> yeah. a cool effect. I can't man. imagine that's what it would actually look like, but it sure did look cool. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that there would be probably some broken skulls and stuff like that that would fall out, but yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Not just turn um, into the Demogorgon. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool looking, though. I liked it. It looked like an alien from, like... Oh, what's that fucking uh, Resident Evil and shit? Yeah, uh, I thought it was cool. Totally. Like, yeah, like they had plants. I think that look kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I liked that part. That was cool. I mean, it is what it is, I suppose. It was a, it yeah. Was <laughs> We've come around and changed our minds. Now it's good. <laughs> it's a great movie. 
All right, <laughs> you should all go see it. Now, <laughs> all right. Um, well, we're on to Weird Al's second album, uh, In 3D, which obviously Larry was on here a couple weeks ago. This is one of his favorites. So I'm sure we'll be under all kind of scrutiny for whatever we pick on this one. <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, I will say these are definitely much better than last week's. I'm not going to say they're all super hilarious, but they're all at least good songs that, like, I en- could enjoy listening to, um, you know, for their own merits. So that's good. And there will that. be at least, yeah, there will be at least one style parody uh, where it's just, like, it's not really a parody of any specific song, but it's more a parody of, like, one artist and their, you know, their music um, and trying to do a song in their style, essentially. So there's at least one of those. Um, and I'm going to have you try to guess and see if you can name what artist he's doing a style parody of. Oh, boy. When we get to that one. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, first up, we got a song called Midnight Star. Uh, it's basically a tribute to those, you know, those shitty tabloid magazines you always see at the supermarket checkout line <laughs> about all the crazy fucking Elvis is still alive and all that UFOs and all that kind of stuff all those crazy stories like Star Magazine back in the day essentially um, so this is a song basically about those and here it is Midnight Star song. It's got a good catchy chorus. Okay. Yeah, okay. Never heard it before. <laughs> yeah. These aren't, you know, not necessarily all, like I said, all super popular, but, you know, they're good. You can put them on and you'll, you'll enjoy them. Um, this next one, this is kind of listed as a style parody. Um, it's basically a reggae song, so before I even play it, you can pretty much guess who it's a style parody of, partially. Or who it's sometimes considered to be a partial, a style parody of. Um, pretty much the only reggae person you could think of. Any guesses? Uh, probably just uh, what's his face, Bobby. Uh, Bobby Marley. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were that close. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just call him Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this is a song called Buy Me a Condo. Um, it's a song about kind of just like a Jamaican guy coming to America and trying to uh, assimilate into like our culture and getting himself a condo and doing all these, you know, suburban white people things. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of good. I mean, it's good. It's catchy. Uh, it's got Weird Al kind of half doing a Jamaican accent. <laughs> oh, boy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, here it is. Buy me a condo. <laughs> I like the ja 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 jacuzzi right. in my backyard part. That's pretty cool. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this bad, next one's pretty bad. good. Um, this is the real uh, style parody of this album. Uh, this is a song called Mr. Popeil. Um, does the name Ron Popeil mean anything to you at all? <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, he was basically the Phil Swift of uh, of the eighties. <laughs> He's basically oh. like the uh, you know the big infomercial type of guy um, who coined a lot of those phrases like "but wait, there's more" and all that kind of stuff. He was like the big like this you know guy who did a lot of commercials like that on TV where he would try to sell you stuff and get you to call in and then buy now and all that stuff. Um, so this is a song, oh. basically a tribute to him. Um, it's called Mr. Popeil. Now try to figure out who this is a style parody of while you're listening to it. And we'll see if you oh, can get okay. it right. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Here we go.
No idea. I mean, I like the bass, but yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I'll give you some hints. Uh, it's a band I like a lot. Um, they're thinking about it with the very kind of surf music-y sound. Um, the kind of the voice Weird Al is kind of doing, where he's kind of like talking more than singing. B fifty two, and you got like, the, yep, there you go. <laughs> you did it. I did do it. <laughs> I guess that was basically his Fred Schneider impression. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you know I'm on board for that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's definitely got a very rock lobstery kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, now next up, this is a song I'm sure we're gonna take shit for not putting this on there, but I know I definitely don't want to put it on there. <laughs> I think Larry loves this song, but I I've never been a big fan of this next song. Um it's called That Boy Could Dance. Uh, and it's basically, it's just a song about, like, a guy who's kind of dorky and and dumb, but boy, could he dance. And it's just kind of like, oh, that's, that's not really that funny. <laughs> All right. This is going to be good. It's very, one. very simple and very, uh, I don't know, like, doesn't seem like it's got a very good premise for comedy, even. <laughs> So let's let's listen to it. Not too bad. I kind of like. It. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those songs where it's like it's not that funny, but it's as a tune, it's pretty. You know, it's good. <laughs> kind of footloosey, I guess. I don't know, but like, yeah. yeah. So as a song, it's not terrible. It's just not that funny. Like the way it ends, even is just like, oh yeah, he grew up and became a big dance star, and he's real rich, and everyone loves him. <laughs> it's like, oh, hilarious. <laughs> Nothing's more funny than people achieving their dreams. <laughs> there you go. 
It's just a song. All of right. Time. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they cared about in the eighties. Just dancing. Until that mean John Lithgow sure. came along and tried to make them stop. Damn. But you gotta stay loose. <laughs> Foot loose, they say. No. <laughs> no, Deborah. They're trying to cut foot loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, then the last, the closing track on the album is, uh, this one's pretty great. I think you had not heard this until I played it on uh, one of our Halloween episodes uh, where I played this as one of my Halloween songs. Um, this is a great song called The Nature Trail to Hell. Is appropriate that we're playing this oh, on an okay. episode where we talked about Friday the 13th because <laughs> I feel like that was definitely one of the major uh, influences on this song was that movie and those types of movies. Um, it's basically about a new slasher movie called Nature Trail to Hell. And here it is. Oh. What a good one. <laughs> I like that song. Yeah, I like that, that cool bridge good. where it just gets crazy and operatic and nuts. <laughs> yeah, that one's not bad. I could tolerate that one. <laughs> I likes it. All right, so what is your uh, choice for the, the wieners of this bunch? Ooh. Well, what was the second one that you played? I forget. I that. Um, buy me a condo is the second one. I think I liked that one. There was uh, yeah, okay. I'm done with that. I kind of like go the nature dance trail to hell too. for sure. Which yeah, one? Yeah, that one for sure. I just just the dancing one. I kind of liked that because it was just <laughs> okay. I'm sure Larry will be happy about that. So. <laughs> I guess we'll yeah, go with so that then. Poor Mr. Popeil. 
Yeah, I just don't understand that one at all, so I don't care about that one. <laughs> I can see that. A Midnight Star is good. I, I don't know why Larry was saying that he, like that's a better song than Headline News, because it's not. <laughs> no. Headline News is great. <laughs> I love Headline News. God, it's so good. Yeah. Agreed. I liked it. All right. Well, I guess we got our uh, our wieners. We'll keep moving along into uh, to the next batch next time. But uh, yesterday slash the day before, <laughs> you've been uh, you've been doing some crazy shenanigans. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh... Kind of both days, I guess. Yeah, um, I went yeah. to <laughs> a little bit of each. Part- yeah, so uh, we had participated in the Extra Life uh, charity event for kids. So it's pretty much just a 24-hour charity event uh, that you just do gaming, so video games or board games. And uh, this weekend or last weekend or whatever was the one. Uh, the annual one. At any at any time, you could always you could always uh, donate, which is always good. But this is the one where we kind of spread it on like multimedia or uh, on not multimedia, but whatever media, like <laughs> online media where you, you, you do a lot more advertising for it. Yeah, on CD-ROM, <laughs> uh, cassette, uh, a track is what I use. Uh, yep. But uh, I also used Facebook, which was good, uh, which got some recognition and everybody uses Facebook or the Twitter or anything else like that. So, um, but yeah, we, we put some video games, a bunch of, a few board games that I enjoy a lot. And, uh, I got to play a video game on a computer that I haven't played in forever, which made me just fall in love with the <gasps> game again. So it was really good. What game? It was really cool. Uh, it's a game called Torchlight 2. Um, it's a lot like Diablo or games like Diablo where it's just an ARPG or an action role-playing game, which I really love that style of game where you just run around and loot stuff, which is why I like Diablo or Torchlight 2 or uh, even Borderlands or Destiny where you just run around killing shit to get better shit. So I like stuff <laughs> like that. It's fun. That is your favorite, I think, thing of all games is just going around getting shit. I do, man. I love that. I just like min You should play a lot more like Mall Madness. You're trying to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like shit. That's why I like Dragon Ball. It's, uh, it's just a game that I know that will probably go up there. Is like If I was able to cheat and just put my own games on there, I'd, that one would be so high up on my list because after every time you kill something, you get shit. And after every wave, you get even more shit. And now I'm developing the expansion where after every realm, you get to buy shit. It's just like, oh man, Uh-oh. so much cool shit. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I just like. Electric. I'm totally gonna just uh, cheat when I play it again, and just like I get all the shit. <laughs> Why well, yeah. make a choice? I'm just right. gonna have all. <laughs> I'm gonna have all these things. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I just like I love I love games like that, and I remember there was a game when I was in Iraq that came out called Fate. Fate was an actual role-playing game, but it was very, very low budget. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. I beat the game. It was a lot of fun, but it was very short. Uh, I just didn't have a lot of a big budget. 
And all you did was you went into a dungeon, very Diablo 1-esque, where you went into a dungeon and you just crawl all the way down to the, you know, as far down the dungeon as you possibly can go. There's just many different floors. That's all you did was just go through m- multiple floors. Where Torchlight 1, when that came out, that's the, it took the same premise. Uh, some of the developers from Fate came over and helped Runa Games make uh, Torchlight. And that's what it was. You went into these mines and just went down further and further. Well, then they wanted to go the Diablo 2 route where they would kind of like sprawl over multiple lands. I mean, it's very, oh man, it's almost identical to like Diablo 3. I think that this these worlds are a little no, no more way. fast. They're larger, which is pretty crazy because um, in Diablo 3, they're smaller worlds and you, you find the objective a lot faster. But in this one, they're bigger worlds, so you're fighting more enemies, which is potential to find more shit, which is great. Um, so I don't know. I really liked it, and it was it's good because I got to mod it and put some really good mods in there. So oh. extra shit's always nice. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. We we played some good board games while we were there. We played some uh, great games. We played some Mario Party and other things like that. We had some good food. Um, overall, it was a lot of fun. We I don't know how much in all we raised, um, but I definitely know it was a few hundred dollars at least. I think I raised one hundred twenty. Oldham raised a hundred something. Uh, I think Gully raised like two hundred something, maybe. So, I mean, we definitely ra- raised a good amount, uh, and we put it towards Seattle Children's Hospital. So, that's always fun times. Yeah, I hate Seattle, <laughs> but it's not the child's fault they live there. Yeah, <laughs> not those kids' fault. Yep, they're born um, into such shitty, shitty cities. They'd probably be in better health yeah. if they weren't in Seattle. <laughs> it's true. It's toxic there. It's very true. But yeah, man, it was a good time. Um, and the 24 actually wasn't too bad this time. So I was, uh, <laughs> last year, Kevin and I did a 24-hour, uh, or we did a <laughs> podcast during my 24-hour, which I started hallucinating mm-hmm. and all that other stuff because I, it hit me really hard. Um this year we didn't do it, which I'm kind of glad we didn't because it kept me awake. So what ended up happening was is I think around – it was just after 2 o'clock after the damn savings time, which really sucked. Um, yeah. But uh, we watched everything go back in time. Like it was 1.59 and my buddy Jack's <laughs> like, oh, it's about, to, it's about to go back to 1 o'clock. So it went from 1.59 and we're counting down the seconds. To one o'clock, I was like, "Oh God, we did it, guys! We went back in this time an whole hour." <laughs> so uh, that really sucked, um, but we stuck yeah. it out. But it wasn't until like two or three. Is it three, always that weekend? The weekend that they have the times change? I don't, I don't know, because we we always do it like a weekend or two afterwards, because it's always the first weekend I think in November. And we always have drills, oh. and they had drills yep. this weekend, so they weren't able to do it. So, um, um, but we were, we we did it. So it was it was shitty, but uh, it was about like two hundred <laughs> o'clock. I was playing Torchlight, and then it, and then it hit me really fucking hard, like a ton of bricks too, man. I was just like falling asleep. I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let go. And then uh, I saw a five 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 hour energy drink. I've never had one of those before. But I'm telling you, man, within five minutes, I was, like, ready to go. I was just ready Holy to rock shit. and roll. Um, <laughs> so uh, that kept me up for the rest of the night. I didn't have any other energy drinks besides that five-hour energy drink. Everything else was uh, 
I don't even think I even drank water that whole time. I just fucking went down. <laughs> That's fine, that good. That's weird. <laughs> 24 hours of gaming oh, no, and not peeing. That's an important part of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did have some Powerade. Somebody brought like a couple of things of Powerade, and I think I had two of them now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, man. Oh, so, nice. um, I was awake the whole time. I went home, uh, and then just passed the hell out. I worked oh, on uh, awesome. some Dragon Sparks, so. Uh, the next expansion hopefully should be uh, upon us soon. I had to do a fuck ton of work last mm-hmm. last night with it, so that was a uh, very <laughs> awful. But overall, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, at least was, you got uh, it all done. There, Just in time for Christmas. Uh, yeah, that's true. Makes a great stocking stuffer. Oh, I know. Yeah, Dragon <laughs> Spark is just small enough to become a stocking stuffer for your loved ones. Unfortunately, I still haven't pulled out the rules yet, so I do not see this being done before Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. Just buy it and don't give them any rules. Tell them to just do what they feel like. Figure it out. Um, I did, uh, we did play it some more uh, while we were there, and my one buddy loves the game. It seems like everybody that I've played this with really, really enjoys the game, which is good. It makes me happy, and it makes me feel like my time hasn't been just a huge waste because I think out of every game that I've made, this this by far is the one that I've worked the hardest on. Uh, bar none. Damn. I've not worked on a harder game than this game because I remember I shit this game wow. out in a weekend and then it's just been nothing but like improving on it and just trying to make it better and better and playtesting and changing small things to make it even better. Um, Oh, mm-hmm. this was a great, a great thing that uh, my, I know we only got a few minutes left, but an amazing idea. So I knew that I wanted to incorporate dice into this next expansion, or at least one die. Uh-oh. And I was like, man, I, I wanted to incorporate one die, but I hate imperfect information. I hate that, especially with this game. Because when you're facing a monster in this game, you know how much damage they're going to do to you, and you know how much life they have, and you know with the cards that you can do, it's more of a tactical game. It's not strategic. Strategic's like the long plan. It's thinking turns and turns ahead. Where in this game, you're dealt a hand and you're trying to make the best, doing the yeah. best you can. <laughs> well, I was like, well, how can I, how can I put a die in this game? At least one die. And the guy that I playtested it with came up with a really cool idea without him even telling him that I wanted to put dice in it. He's like, uh, so I see that you have like wounds and poisons and stuff like that. Is there like something you put in the game that? Maybe confuses people. I was like, confuses people? Like, how the fuck am I going to do that? I was like, man, I don't know how to even do that because that doesn't make any sense because in, like, Pokemon, when you go to attack somebody, you don't know that you're confused until you go for the attack. They're like, well, why don't you use a die, like a three-sided die? I was like, they don't make three-sided dice, but they do make six-sided dice. Ah, yeah. You can skew the... the, you know, skew it to make it a six-sided or a three-sided die. So then he's like, yeah, because that way it's like a one out of three chance. It's not a 50% chance. It's one out of three. So you got a better chance of not being confused. I was like, huh. So then I started thinking more and more about it, and he's like, well, just make it an event. That way you're only confused during that one wave. So it could be the first wave, the second wave, or the third wave, but when the event pops up, you're confused for that wave. So you go for You try to attack somebody during your turn, but, you know, you play the cards out like you normally would, but before the actual damage is done, you roll the dice. And if you roll on the confused side, you hit yourself instead. 
And I was like, oh, that's such, that's such a great fucking idea. And it's going to be one <laughs> event, only one, one event in the entire uh, thing. That way, it's not you're completely. I, I don't want to completely talk oh, somebody because that'd be ridiculous if I put <laughs> yeah. two of them in there. Um, and I you just may keep not getting even confused every time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if I want to do one out of three or one out of six. Uh, but one out of three sounds good. I like the one out of three chance. That means you still have four sides that are completely blank, and then two sides that have the confused sign on it where you hit yourself. But Oh man, such a great idea, and that's definitely going to go into the uh, the expansion. So, you got the new market, or what I like to be calling it, the Fantasy Costco. Uh, you've got the co-op version in this one, and then you've got the confusion event, which will be pretty cool. <laughs> I want to go to Fantasy CVS. Fantasy CVS, <laughs> where all your dreams come true. Got a prescription for you. <laughs> It's a crab shampoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to have those crabs. And my spiel on Dragon Spark once again. So everybody, yeah. I think we're about done here, Kevin. Unless you got anything else, because I know you're about to get your uh, your your penis checked or something like that. So we can uh, <laughs> we can end it here. Okay. Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Well, <laughs> my penis needs a good checking. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's bye-bye, brother Nick, so that's never good. So um, <laughs> no, we have, no one's uh, We've had another amazing, horrible episode from the original Janksters. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. Hopefully, you don't have to watch Friday the 13th, 7. It's a travesty to the entire series. And always remember to flip <laughs> your tip. And thanks for listening. Oh.